Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. In honor of going back to school, this week we have two episodes of Lum and Abner. The first is called Meeting the New School Teacher, followed by an episode called School Teacher Lum. Each episode is only about 12 minutes long. They first aired in September and October of 1942. Hey, Granny, Abner, I believe that's our ring. I don't get Lum, I believe you're right. Now, see. Hello, jot them down, store. This is Lum and Abner. Hello? Let's see what's going on down in Pine Ridge. Well, Lum and Abner went to the county seat yesterday to meet Marion Sloan, the new school teacher. But difficulties with a weighing machine prevented them from carrying out this mission. So now, President Edwards of the school board is anxious to compensate in some way for failing to meet the new teacher. As we look in on the little community today, we find Lum and Abner over at the schoolhouse, making preparations of some kind. Listen. Well, Lum, I believe I ought to go on over the store and open up. No, no, you can't do that, Abner. You can uh, tend to that later. Oh, my. If anybody wants groceries, they can get them over at Dick Huddleston's store. I want you to stick around the school here till after Miss Sloan gets here. Well, how do you know that she's coming over here this morning? Because I sent a note over to Sister Simpson's boarding house saying that I wanted a new teacher to drop over here and discuss education with me. Well, we don't even know if she's in Pine Ridge yet, Lum. We missed her at the train yesterday. Yeah, but she got here. I found that out myself. She, she did, huh? She'll be here. I know she will. Well, I still don't see what you want me for. I ain't president of the school board. That's you, Lon. I know who's president, but I need you to help out with a conversation. Conversation? Yeah, there's some things I want you to say. Things that I can't very well say myself. What things? Oh, you know, things like, uh, did you know Mr. Edwards, Justice of the Peace? Or, huh? My ain't Mr. Edwards a handsome and generous feller. Stuff like that. You want me to say them things? Yeah, it looked like I was unmodest if I said such things about myself. And I don't want Marion to get the wrong impression of me. Marion? Yeah, that's her name. Marion Sloan. Oh, yeah. Well, I still don't see what you're so bashful about casting favors at yourself all of a sudden, fur. You say all them things about yourself every time you make a speech, Sloan. Well, that's different. I stand before you a self-made man. A man who is a barefoot boy walked 19 miles to school every day in the snow. All right, Abner, don't get sarcastic now. You want me to tell her about you going barefoot and all? No, just say casual remarks. Something sort of offhanded like. Offhanded? Yeah. Think up some nice things about me and then throw them in every time there's a lull in the conversation. A lull in the conversation? Yeah. And doggies, if you act around Miss Salone like you done around Miss Frederick, why, that means I'll be talking all the time. It don't know such a thing. I bound you, you never said nine words to Miss Frederick all last year. That ain't the truth, and you know it. It is, done it. Sometimes I had a lot to say. Hmm. I had trouble getting a lump in my throat sometimes. Yeah, that Adam's apple of yours bounced up and down like a rubber ball every time you seen her. I had many a long heart-to-heart talk with her. Well, I never heard you get past, how do you do, Miss Frederick? Well, what's wrong with saying, how do you do, Miss Frederick? 
Well, what I mean, though, from there on, why, the conversation generally low permanent. Well, that was mostly on account of I wasn't president of the school board then. Oh. Things is going to be different this year. I can tell you that right now. Well, now tell me the truth. Are you in love with Miss Salone already? Oh, of course not, silly. I'm just doing this because I'm so interested in education, that's all. Well, wh- what you doing so dressed up for then? I ain't particularly dressed up. That's your Sunday suit and you know what. I'm just being neat, so. Oh. Everybody ought to be neat. <laughs> I've always said that. Yeah. Besides, how could I be in love with a moment I ain't never even saw? That's right. I dog us. We ain't sore yet, have we? Well, of course we ain't. You know, I'd just die laughing if she's ugly as a mud fence. <laughs> well, it wouldn't make no difference to me uh. if she was. All I'm interested in is discussing education with her. Education? Besides, I asked the ticket agent at the county seat depot yesterday if he'd saw any auburn-haired woman get off the train, and he said he never noticed her hair, but an awful good-looking woman got off the train there yesterday. <laughs> well, how do you know that was her, though? Because he said she was the only woman that got off at the county seat. Well, I do know. But uh, all you're interested in is just uh, education, huh? That's right. Yeah. Look out the window there and see if you can see her coming. All right, all right. My, Mr. Edder's a handsome and generous fella. Don't say it in that tone of voice, Abner. Can you see anybody? No. Nobody except Cedric. He's coming across there. Oh, good. Yeah. I feared he wouldn't get here on time. Get here on time? You aiming on him saying them casual remarks about you, too? No, I just had him run a couple of errands for me, is all. Oh, I see. I do know. Yeah, hey, morning, Cedric. Morning, Mr. Abner. What you got in that box, sir? Here, give it to me, Cedric. Yes, Mom. What's in it, Long? Oh, nothing, nothing at all. Much obliged, Cedric. Well, now, what's in it? Come on, now, tell me, Long. What is it? It's a flower and some perfume. Oh. For goodness sake, Cedric, do you have to tell everything? Oh, I'm sorry. I never knew it was a secret. Perfume? Is that what you said, Cedric? Yes, Mom. It's got a fancy name, too. Love's Temptation. For the land, says. <laughs> Are you using that stuff now, Long? No, this perfume is just a little present for Miss Sloan. Oh. Just to make her feel at home in Pine Ridge is all. Help the education. That's right. Yeah, uh, uh, well, let's see it, Lom. Open up the box, sir. Oh, all right. There, look at it. Let's see. My doggies. Sure got a fancy ribbon on it, I'll say that for you. Uh, wh- where are you going to set it, Lom? Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll just stand it on her desk here. I wrote out a card to go with it. You have? Uh, what does the card say? Oh, it's just stuff about education. You wouldn't understand it. Well, uh, what's this flower here for? Well, that's to wear in her hair at Luke Spears' restaurant tonight. Er, Luke Spears' restaurant? Yeah, I wasn't going to tell you, but maybe me and her will have supper there tonight. Just to discuss education, I'll understand. Oh, sure, yeah. Cedric, did Luke say he'd fix that up for me? Yes, Mom. He said he'd stay open a half hour later tonight so her and you could eat by yourselves after everybody else had gone. For the land's sake. And he said he'd fix it so you could eat by candlelight, too. Candlelight? Why, sure. we got to save electricity. For the land's sake. But he ain't found nobody to play soft romantics music on the mandolin yet, too. Mandolin? Mom, you have to have music and candlelight to discuss education. No, you don't have to have them. Well, Cedric said Luke was trying to get them for you. I know. I had that idea. It's better that way. Tis, huh? You can concentrate on what you're saying then, I think. 
My dog is that beats anything I've ever heard of yet. Mom, you're more in love with her than every one woman you've ever saw yet. Or, I mean, never knowed about. You ain't even saw Miss Sloan yet. I ain't in love with you her. You no such it. A thing. I, I ought to know. looking at you. I ought to know when I'm in love, ordna. Well, you ought to, but you're in love right now. Getting I... that music over there and wanting to eat with her tonight. Bringing her perfume and all that stuff. I'm just trying to be neighborly is all, Abner. I want her to feel at home. New I teacher coming in here without a friend in the world. I wish you'd move next to me if you're that kind of a neighbor. I'll say that. Elizabeth would love a bottle of perfume. I Take me to Luke's Spirit. thousand or a hundred times, I'm just doing this in the best interest of Pine Ridge Education oh, System. I know, I know what you're doing. You know, I've got to be going. I never meant to get in no argument here. Papa wants me to help him in the blacksmith shop today. Hey, wait a minute, Cedric. I'll go along with you. No, no, no. Neighbor. You're staying here, Abner. Huh? Much obliged for helping me out, Cedric. I'll see you later. Yes, Mom. Wonderful world. Wonderful world, Cedric. Now, Law, I'm going to. You don't need me around here. Yes, I do. You're the one that's going to suggest me and her having this supper tonight at Luke's. Me? Yeah. When you hear me say that I think we ought to continue our discussion of education sometime soon, then you step in and suggest about the supper. For the land's sake. Now, why don't you do that, Mom? You're the one that's going to eat supper with her, not me. Well, it's better this way. It won't look like I'm being too forward. It won't, huh? No. Another thing, once in a while you can whistle something like, uh... Whistle? Yeah, just little tunes like the wedding march or love's old sweet song, just to put romantics in the air. Hi, doggy, this is going too far. Now, that's one thing I ain't going to do. Yes, Stand up there and whistle. Yes, I ain't done it, no, sir. I won't do it. You better whistle, Abner. I'm going to whop you right on top of the head. Well, something. just start whopping, because I ain't going to whistle no love songs. I'll tell you that. Get your canary if you want some whistling, dead. See this eraser in my hand? Now, Lon, put that down there. Don't you throw that thing at me. Now, you put that down. That's one of them wood backwards. Pick up a soft one if you're going to throw something. I'll take a piece of chalk and write a sign right on your back. Now, Long, I, all right, I'll whistle. I'll see if you can see her coming yet. That's better. Yeah, all right. Just wanted to stand around there whistling love songs for you. That beats anything I've ever seen in my life. Can you see her yet? No, I can't. Some old collar wearing spectacles coming up to the schoolhouse old. Oh, for goodness sakes. Now, who can that be? I don't know. I've never seen him before. Maybe some feller that wants to get the janitor's job for this year. Yeah, more than likely. Well, I'll get shut of him before he knows he's here, even. Can't mind out, mind out. He's coming up the door right now. Well, how do you do, sir? How do you do? How do you do? I, uh, I'm looking for, uh, uh, Mr. Edgar, I believe, the school board president. Well, that's me, but the name's Edwards. Oh, 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 yes, yes, of course. Uh, Edgar's, I... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Abner Peabody. Hey, up, Abner. Uh, what was you wanted, mister? Uh, wanted? Why, you sent for me, I believe? Sent for you? I never sent for you. Oh, you didn't? Well, now, that's strange. Awfully strange. I, I'm sure I received a note from you, uh, something about uh, dropping over here to have a chat on education with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there's evidently been a mistake. <laughs> Things do get jumbled up. <laughs> but no matter, no matter. I just want to look the school over, get used to my new surroundings, you know. Your new surroundings? What do you mean by that? Why, I mean, uh, well, uh, as the new teacher, I... New I... teacher? Well, wait a minute. Her name's Marion. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Uh, only I'm not a her. Marion Orville Sloan. Oh, my goodness. Is this where I start with...
Yes, our ring. I don't get long, I believe you're right. I'll see. Hello, John M. Downstore. This is Lemon Abner. And now? Let's see what's going on down in Pine Ridge. Well, Professor Sloan is still confined to his bed at Sister Simpson's boarding house with the bruises he received when the proposed Edwards Observatory was blown off the hill. And so President Edwards of the school board has decided to take over the professor's school teaching duties rather than put the board to the expense of hiring a substitute teacher. As we look in on the little community today, we find Abner in the Jotham Down store and library. He's talking on the telephone. Uh-huh. All right, gallon of coal oil. Uh, darning cotton. Uh, what color? Uh, black. Oh, all right. Two cans of tomatoes. You want the big cans, don't you? All right. Is that all now, Miss Barton? Oh, yes, Mom. All right. Now, I don't know just how quick I can get this over to your place. Lom's over at the schoolhouse today. No, Mom, he's teaching classes. Well, just till Professor Sloan gets back on his feet again. Yes, Mom. Uh, yes, Mom. Oh, I reckon he'll be up by tomorrow. Yeah. Well, all right, Miss Barton. Much obliged. Goodbye. Yeah, hello, Labner. Huh? Oh, howdy, Lom. Well, what you doing over here this time of the day? Oh, it's dinner time. Oh. Youngins is all eating their lunch right now. Huh. Well, uh, you have to go back over again then, huh? Yeah. Well, how you been getting along, Lom? Oh, pretty good, I reckon. <laughs> Doggy, I'd love to see you over there learning them youngin'. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Abner, have you ever done any teaching? Me? What, me No. <laughs> How would you like to try it, Monster? Oh, Lom, I wouldn't be no hand at something like that. Well, it ain't hard. Wouldn't be much to do this afternoon. You might enjoy it. Oh, no, no, I couldn't do that at all. Wouldn't dare chance it. <laughs> I've had a hard enough time just trying to learn little Pearl how to plow. Well, this is different, though. You got books to go by here. Yeah. I believe you get a lot of enjoyment out of it, Abner. No, 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 not me, Lom. Besides, I gotta deliver this order for Miss Barton sometimes today. Well, I'll do that for you. You will go way out there? Yes, sir. Hey, Doggy, what's the matter with you, Lom? Don't you want to go back and teach school today? Yeah, but I don't want to be selfish about it. I want you to have some fun too. Now, just stay a minute here, Lom. Here, turn around here. Now you look me straight in the eye. There's something peculiar going on here. Peculiar? Yes, sir. Before you went over to the school this morning, you said this was an opportunity that you'd been wanting for years. Now, why you want me to go over and do it? Is something wrong? Well, I told you, I just don't want to be selfish about it, though. Oh, sassy fresh. There's some other reason why you don't want to go back over there. Now, what is it? Well, it's just that maybe I ain't the teaching type after all, Abner. I don't know. Ain't a teaching type? No, I believe I'm cut out for other things. What? Bigger things. I'm more the business executive type, I think. Well, what happened, Lom? Oh, nothing. I wasn't able to learn the youngins very much this morning, so... Oh. Of course, I think most of it's on account of the school teacher they had last year. 
Uh, you mean uh, Miss Frederick that was here last year? I thought you said she was a good teacher. I said she was a good-looking teacher. Oh, oh. Oh, she must have been awful poor. Well, I do know. I never knowed what was going on last year. Of course, I weren't the school board president last year, neither. No, no. Just goes to show what kind of a president Ezra Seastrunk was. Well, uh, uh, what did Miss Frederick do, Lom, that you think was so wrong? Oh, just learned them a lot of wrong ideas, that's all. Uh, wrong ideas? Yeah, for instance, I give my arithmetic problem to work. Uh, easy, simple one. Huh. Just a while ago. Yeah. Uh, taking it out of the second reader, even. Second reader? And, you know, every single one of them young'uns got the wrong answer. They did? Yes, sir. They all must have made the same mistake, because they all got the same answer. Well, I do know. That's funny, you know. <laughs> that must be on account of Miss Frederick, and she was a teacher, so she must have learned them all wrong. That's all they are to it. I was the only one that got the right answer. Well, are you sure that you got it right, Long? Well, natural. I know about figures. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty good at them, all right. Man, just looks like in Miss Frederick is to blame for the whole thing. Of course she is, and same way with the spelling, too. Spelling? Yeah, I started to write some stuff on the blackboard, and my, now every time I'd put down a word, half the young'uns in class would raise their hands and try to tell me some other way to spell it. For the land sakes. I never give in, though. Well, good for you. They're going to learn. They may as well learn right to start with. Why, sure. Just one way. That's the right way. And they kept trying to tell me how to pronounce different words, too. Huh. Especially that little Bates boy. Arvel. Yeah, a little smart aleck. Sat right up there in the front row and kept correcting me all the time I was reading out of a book to him. Oh, out loud reading, huh? Yeah, I got to where I couldn't hardly read two words without Orville and the whole class giggling at me. Huh. And it is embarrassing. Sure. That Orville is lucky he wears glasses, I'll say that. Well. Whopped him right on top of the head. His mama claims he's awful smart. I know she brags about him all the time. Oh, he just thinks he's smart, so. I bound you, he was the one that put them tacks in my chair, too. Oh, my goodness. Did they do that to you? Oh, yeah. Giggled their silly heads off when I sat down on them. Why, the little barmits. I never felt the pain very much, though, because I still suffered from the burn. What burn? Oh, uh, while I was sitting at my desk, some youngin' snuck up there and struck a match in my shoe and then lit it and let it burn. I never noticed. Oh, <laughs> I saw that did down at the barber shop. <laughs> yeah, Tom Forster pulled that on Caleb Wee, huh? <laughs> well, it ain't nothing to laugh about. Feel sorry for Caleb. Yeah, old Caleb got so mad he jumped out of the chair and run right out of the barber shop with a cloth and everything still around his neck. Moe's Moots had to close up the shop for two days, taking them that long to get the cloth back from Caleb again. <laughs> Abner, if you go over to the schoolhouse and finish out the day for me, I'll make all the delivers for you for two weeks. No, no, now, I ain't no teacher, Tom. I'll sweep out for you every morning for a month. No, no, I don't want to go over there and let them young'uns pull pranks on me. Well, you won't. You'll be on your guard because you know what they'll be looking for now. Tags and matches and all such as that. And I've done got shut of the bullfrog. Bullfrog? What bullfrog? Oh, uh, well, they put one in the desk drawer. And then Orville asked me to get out something that was in that drawer. Oh. Granny's, I jumped about a mile and a half. You did? <laughs> well, I run clean out the front door. I didn't. Was you scared of a little old bullfrog? I weren't scared. I was just surprised, that's all. Oh. 
And that's when I knocked over that bottle of ink. Just look at my britches there. Well, for the land sakes, why, them britches is roaring, Mom. There ain't no two ways about it. Look at that ink all over. My dog is just teaching schools a heap harder than I thought it was, you know. This is the worst one day I've ever been through, I do believe. Well. Look, Abner, if you just go oh, over no, there just no, for a while. Just a minute now. I ain't going to get mixed up in this long. Now, yes, you are. No, no. You, you can tell them that I got tied up in a business conference this afternoon. Now, don't tell me what to tell them, because I ain't going over there. You're the one that's been bragging on yourself what a good teacher you've made. Well, I am a good teacher. But <laughs> I've changed my mind. Granny, I, I wonder if the professor would be well enough to go back to work this afternoon. Well, I think he's still in bed. Why don't you just close up school for the rest of the day, Lum? No, I, I can't do that. Why not? Well, uh, oh, I, I don't want the young'un's education to be neglected. Oh? Uh, I think I'll just phone up the professor and see. Well, I don't believe you're asking to do that, Lum. Now, he's got some bad bruises. He don't feel good. Well, he might be better, though. I hope so. Because then the young'uns wouldn't suspect that I was afraid, or well, they wouldn't expect nothing. Wouldn't expect nothing about what? Oh, Hello, is that you, Sister Simpson? Uh, this is Lom. Lom Edders. Act like he's scared of it. Say, I, I wonder if the professor is well enough to come to the phone. Oh, yes, huh? Uh-huh. Well, no, nothing important, I reckon. No, I, I'll see him later. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Goodbye. Ain't well enough, huh? Well, he's sleeping right now, she said. Huh. She don't want to wake him up because he never slept good last night. Oh, well, that's too bad. Yeah, it sure is. That means I'll just have to go to that dead blame schoolhouse, I reckon. Well, Lama, I don't see why you have to go if you feel that way. Just call up and say school's closed for the rest of the day. No. Give him a half holiday. I can't do that, Abner. Well, why not? You're president of the school board, ain't you? Yeah, but... You've closed up school a thousand or a hundred times before when you was president. I know, but, well, it ain't a good policy. Or to keep school running. That's one of my new rules. Well, it's a silly rule. Wouldn't hurt trying to miss a half a day of school. Yes, it would. Every half day counts. Well, all right, do as you like. But if you're going back, you better get started in. It's not night time for books to take up. Yeah, Say, uh, whereabouts is that baseball bat we had around the store here, Abner? It's back of the counter over there. What you want that for? Oh, the young'uns might want a game of baseball or something. Well, they got a bat over at their school, ain't they? Huh? Lom, I don't see why you're going over there when you hate and despise it so. I have to go over there, I tell you. Well, why do you have to? Well, cause. Cause why? Because they dared me to come back, that's why. <laughs> Lum and Abner, first broadcast in 1930, was the end result of casual routines developed and f- performed by Chester Locke and Norris Goff, based on the quirky characters and rural dialects of their small-town Arkansas roots. Lum and Abner were the hillbilly co-owners of the Jotham Down Store, a source of a wild assortment of goods purveyed to the residents of Pine Ridge. The show centered around the comedy inherent in the interactions with the local characters and their propensity to fall to con men. 
In the early days of the show, all the characters were played by Locke and Goff. As the show grew in popularity, the show became more elaborate, adding sound effects and a theme song. The cast was increased by new characters played by well-known celebrities of the day, including Jaju Pitts and Andy Devine and Clifford Arquette. Lum and Abner remained on the air for over two decades, making it one of the most popular and long-lived shows of old-time radio. Its final broadcast was in May of 1953. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.